This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Monday, the 29th of August. In your sport today, we preview the US Open. Max Verstappen wins again. The BBL draft results are in. And a mascot has his wings clipped. This is your sport today. Tonight slash very early tomorrow morning in New York, the final tennis Grand Slam of the year begins. It is, of course, the US Open, and it's going to be a special tournament for lots of reasons. Uh, We've got 13 Aussies in the singles draws loose. Let's start with them. Yeah, 13 Aussies, 10 of them in the men's draw. The good news is we're guaranteed at least two Australians in the second round because we've got two all Aussie first round matches. Nick Kyrgios plays his great mate, Thanasi Kokonakis, and James Duckworth plays Chris O'Connell. The winner of the Kyrgios-Kokonakis match has a potential fourth round match with number one seed, Daniel Medvedev, but Kyrgios did beat him a few weeks ago. Isla Tomljanovic is the top ranked Aussie in the women's draw. She's got a potential third round match with Serena Williams and it's fair to say 99% of the crowd will be going for Serena. <laughs> I think it might even be more than that loose. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is going to be one big farewell tournament for a player many consider to be the greatest women's tennis player of all time. Loose, she's going to have two cracks at one last Grand Slam title. Yeah, she's going to play world number 80, Danka Kovinic, in the first round. If she wins, she'll then likely play number two seed, Anna Kontovate, which would be a very tough ask, but she'll definitely have the crowd support. <laughs> but if she does go down, she'll still have the doubles. The US Open has given Serena and her sister Venus a wild card for the women's doubles. They've won 14 Grand Slam doubles titles together twice at the US Open, and that's to go with 23 singles titles she has too. Expect to see a lot of emotion whenever Serena is on court. I think I'm one of those people who can't quite believe that she's actually retiring. No, it's an end of an era, loose First Serena, and you got to think Roger Federer is not too far away. When that happens, mm. definite end of an era. It's going to be weird not seeing her out there, but we do get to see her from 9 a.m. AEST tomorrow morning in her first round match, which is then followed by the Kyrgios Kokonakis match. You can watch it all on Channel 9 and stream it on 9 now. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Where did the Williams sisters win their last doubles Grand Slam together? Luce, give us a clue. Well, it wasn't at the US Open. One in three shot French, Wimbledon, or the Australian Open. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. To Formula 1, Red Bull's Max Verstappen won the Belgian Grand Prix overnight. He did it starting way back in the field, which is probably a good thing because he avoided a big collision on the opening lap. Yeah, this was between Lewis Hamilton and Fernando Alonso. Hamilton said Alonso was in his blind spot and didn't see him when he collided with him early on. Hamilton's car was airborne and crashed down hard, meaning he had to retire from the race. Hamilton said it was his fault, but Alonso stayed out there and finished fifth. Verstappen avoided all that because he started in 14th because of engine penalties, but was up to eighth by the end of lap one and took the lead on 
lap 18. It was his ninth win from 14 races this season, and he now has a huge lead at the top of the Drivers' Championship. Yeah, he's now 93 points clear of teammate Sergio Perez, who also finished second in Belgium. Carlos Sainz finished third at Aussie. Daniel Ricciardo finished back in 15th. It's going to take something special for Verstappen to lose the world championship from here. Uh, The next race is Verstappen's home Grand Prix in the Netherlands next Sunday. Yesterday, the Aussie summer of cricket technically started with Australia beating Zimbabwe in the first one day in Townsville. All-rounder Cameron Green was the player of the match with five wickets, but that was just the entree loose because last night, the main event was the BBL draft. It was the first one that ever took place. There were a few surprises too, loose. Yeah, more than a few. We had some big names picked, some big names snubbed, and a few players you might not have heard of picked along the way. The Melbourne Renegades have won the Wooden Spoon the last three seasons, so they got the first pick and they selected England's big hitting batter, Liam Livingston. There was a strong emphasis on availability, so a lot of Pakistani and English players were picked. Not picked were the likes of veterans Faf Duplessis and Kyron Pollard, even though they'd done plenty of promotion. All the team said they were happy with the three players they each selected. So now we have to wait until the season starts in December. Yep, December. It'll come around quick, especially now that summer has technically started. Uh, the bolter <laughs> of the night was 18-year-old Afghan spinner Israelak Naveed by the Sydney Sixers. He was certainly the surprise of the night. Uh, I've put the full draft results in the show notes so you can check it out. Let's go to Spain now where Aussie Jay Vine is making a name for himself in one of the biggest road cycling races in the world. He's won two stages at La Vuelta, aka the Tour of Spain. And as Aussie cycling great Robbie McEwen has said, a new star has arrived loose. He's arrived and he's taken a very unusual path to get there. (laughs) In May 2019, Vine decided to turn his cycling hobby into a professional career. The plan was for his wife, Bree, to work and support Vine's goal of making the world tour. He'd had some success in Australia, but then COVID hit and stuffed up all the plans. But in late 2020, he won an online cycling competition called the Zwift Academy, the main prize being a contract on a major cycling team. He's had some good finishes since then, but nothing like the two-stage wins in the Vuelta this year. He's dedicated the race wins to his wife and said, now it's time to buy a Corvette. (laughs) He's gone from (laughs) two wheels to four wheels, and it's much, much faster in a Corvette. Uh, He's gone pretty well for a 26-year-old in just his second tour of Spain. His two aims going into the race were to win a stage and be the king of the mountains. He's done one and he's on track to be the best climber. SBS On Demand is where you want to head for all the coverage. Liverpool didn't have a win from their first three matches of this English Premier League season, but boy, oh boy, did they correct that on the weekend. Loose, they beat Bournemouth 9-0 on a record-equaling day. Yeah, they needed one more goal to take the record for the biggest win in the Premier League era. Liverpool scored after just three minutes and were up 5-0 at halftime. It didn't get much better in the second half when Liverpool put their reserves on and Reds manager Jurgen Klopp said his club had a point to prove and did so on what he called a perfect afternoon. 
Yeah, perfect for Liverpool. Not so for Bournemouth. Their manager, Scott Parker, said it was the toughest and most painful day he's experienced. Uh, scoring nine must be contagious because Ange Postacoglu Celtic beat Dundee United 9 0 overnight as well. I've put a link to the Liverpool highlights in your show notes if you want to see all the goals. Over in the US, the Baltimore Ravens American football team suffered a key injury in their preseason game yesterday. Loose, it wasn't a player, but their mascot. Yeah, Poe the Raven is in doubt for the start of the season. <laughs> Poe was doing his thing, entertaining the crowd at the preseason game against Washington, and at halftime took part in a game of gridiron against a Baltimore youth team. Those kids weren't going to take it easy against a team of mascots, <laughs> and Poe was playing quarterback and got blitzed by the defence, tackled around the legs, and he didn't get up. He ended up needing to be carted off in a medicab. Ravens coach John Harbaugh was asked about Poe after the game. He said they'll know more after an MRI. Yeah, pretty straight face from the coach there. (laughs) Hopefully he's all right. Uh, Check out the episode notes for a video of what happened. Poe has two weeks to get back to full fitness before Baltimore's season opener against the Jets in the new NFL season. Time for catch this loose. It was a big opening round of the AFLW. What caught your eye? It's hard to go past Essendon winning their first ever game of AFLW. They played fellow expansion side Hawthorne at Marvel Stadium and got the win. And it was great to see the emotion of some of the girls. Yeah, and a big crowd there too, loose. Yeah, just over 12,000 people. Big crowd. Awesome to see the AFLW back. Uh, all right, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Where did the Williams sisters win their last Grand Slam doubles title loose? It's a one and three shot. Where was it? It wasn't at the US Open, but it was at Wimbledon. Yes, Wimbledon in 2016. They've won 14 doubles Grand Slam titles together. Uh, an amazing effort. Uh, all right, that is us done for today on Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what we do, tell a mate it is the best way for us to grow. Uh, Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then. 